listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. As we kick off Monday of a short week, and we have Mark and Neanderthal's 10,000 for the troops going on. One of the great things, I mean, we love it every year, when you teachers have your kids do some do some letters in your classes um it always results in great stuff sure yeah your kids kids have no filter it's beautiful and and there's a certain wonderful randomness to the letters that they write to service members overseas they're all you know very good-hearted i think you know everybody loves a nice encouraging message sure but i think soldiers really appreciate the ones that come from kids and We've, uh, over the past couple of years, had uh, many of the local newscasters, reporters, etc. read letters for us that actually came from kids here in the Valley. And friend of the show, Kaylee O'Kelly from uh, ABC 15, read one for us. Um, and it is even more adorable in her sweet, dulcet tones. <laughs> Hi there, it's Kaylee O'Kelly from ABC 15 Mornings. And here's a letter to a soldier from a Valley Elementary School student. It's all part of Mark and Neanderthal's 10,000 for the truth. Dear service member, what was your fourth grade teacher's name? I'm nine years old and I celebrate Christmas. Yay. What's your favorite hobby? Mine is probably ice skating. You have a favorite color? Mine are pink, purple, blue, and green, and of course, red, white, and blue. Sure. I love reading. Do you like to read? What's your favorite animal? Mine? Probably unicorns. <laughs> yep, I know they're not real, but I like to pretend that they are. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Sincerely, Angelica. There you go. See, Kaylee O'Kelly yeah. making it sound. And again, random thoughts just scrolled down. Love it. Yeah, no yeah. real rhyme or reason to it. Just fun. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's the great thing about it. If you are if you are getting together with folks for Thanksgiving this year, of course, you know, they, they recommend against it. But if you are... You know, try and bring some blank cards, fill them out, and then drop yeah. them off in one of the drop-off boxes. You can find them all over the Valley of the Sun. Just go to KSLX.com. And very, very many thanks to the Military Assistance Mission who organize all the logistics and get those cards overseas. Yeah, if you missed uh, any of the information on where you can drop off any of those cards, you can always check out KSLX.com. So uh, let's do Mark and Neanderthal's story time, shall we? I think we have Sue on the phone. Good morning, Sue. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We are well, and thank you for your blatantly feigned concern. Sue, we have two <laughs> stories for you uh, that occurred over the weekend. Which one do you think is more interesting for the audience to hear? Mark's is? My, I, I had a strange encounter with uh, with some poultry, live poultry over the weekend. <laughs> live poultry. And I have a crisis in the Neanderthal household that could result in my death. I'm not sure how to deal with it. Which one do you think is more important? Oh, wow. Well, it, you know, it's really tough this morning because, you know, Paul, I, I do appreciate your situation. And, oh, my God, I don't want anything bad to happen to you. Thank you. But this is Thanksgiving this week, man. We I understand. talk about the bird. No, I get it. I get it. No, All right. No, All thank right. you. You know, thank you, Sue, for your feigned concern twice during this yep. phone conversation. No. Did, I, did I feign it well? Yes. You did. When I die, I hope you remember me fondly. I'm benefiting from the timeliness here. Right. So, so what do you got? So my wife and I generally walk on Sunday morning up towards, uh, there's a Whole Foods up there, and we go in right at the front of the store. There's a coffee thing. So, you know, we go up there, walk walk with the dog, and get coffee. So as we're walking, we always pass this one house that's sort of by itself. It's not part of a subdivision. 
Uh, it's just an old property. Used to have a very small house on it. Somebody bought it a few years ago. Turned it into like a nice one-story ranch house. Very nice piece of property. And they're on the corner. So as we're turning the corner, I look and I notice this chicken. There's a chicken wandering around in the front yard. And there's nothing in the front yard to prevent that chicken from walking out into the street and getting mowed down. And there's two fairly busy streets right around it. So sure. I'm like, geez, that maybe that maybe they got chickens in the backyard. They might keep chickens in the backyard. One of them somehow escaped. Can chicken chickens can chick, can they can they fly? They well they they can't fly, but they can hop and sort of stay right. up there for a while. You know what I mean? So they're he had not, to get a running start to get yeah, over yeah, that. I would think because so, yeah. there's a gate to the backyard. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, you did you not see Rocky? It was a bitch for him to try and catch that that chicken. <laughs> so anyway, Sue, what happens next is you know I, I'm like you know maybe we should go. I go knock on the door. I ring the bell. It's like eight o'clock in the morning, so it was a little weird. Yeah, that's not fun. And, o'clock in the morning getting that call and i've got sunglasses and a mask on so i pull my sunglasses up i pull my mask down just so they know okay it's you know who this is the guy at the front door a burglar yeah you know and so as the woman i see her through the frosted glass walking towards the door and i see her reach over to a table right oh as boy. she right as she opens the door and i'm thinking might be a gun wasn't a gun she put on a mask actually which oh. i thought was amazingly courteous because yeah. it's her house certainly yeah so anyway i say hey by the way there's a there's a chicken in your front yard. I don't know if you have chickens in the back uh, or what. And she goes, oh, no, no, that's a feral chicken. We feed him once in a while, so he always comes around. He's, yeah, it was very strange because I'm thinking, how does a feral chicken survive out there in the world all alone? And she says, we feed him. He seems to know not to wander into the street and get hit by a car. So he's around every once in a while. Don't worry about him. So, All righty then. Uh, Sue, I'd like you to be the first customer at my new restaurant, KFC, Kentucky Feral Chicken. <laughs> yeah, that is something right there. I, so, I, feral chickens are not something I'm used to. There was a restaurant in Sacramento that I used to go to that there were chickens in the front yard, uh, and we thought they were, but they were feral to that area of Sacramento, apparently. Yeah, I, you know, this was weird because I, you know, it's just a, a solo chicken. That's weird. Out there on its own, doing what it can to make its way in the world. And this this woman is nice enough to feed it, I guess. But she said, you know, we feed it once in a while and we don't worry about it otherwise. It's quite chan- chicken is what it is, <laughs> making, it, making its way through Chandler. Yeah. So, Sue, there's your story. We appreciate you checking in. Appreciate you listening. Oh, yeah, thank you so much. You gave me a great laugh. I've never heard of a feral chicken. And, yeah, that was the uh, first for me also. Yeah. It was. I, I, you know, we hear feral dogs, feral cats, all that stuff. We rarely hear a feral chicken. Yeah. But you know what's going to happen now? There's going to be the, the chicken murders in Chandler. And we're going to find out that there's a, a psycho chicken. Yep. See what I just did there? Psycho chicken. Well done. You just say. All right. Okay. So anyway, appreciate so you listening. There. there you go. There goes right. Sue. So that That's is that is story time. Yeah, it was just. Yeah, a, I don't think those feral chickens thing. in Sacramento were feral. I think they were kept by the restaurant. I exactly. Think they, you know what I mean, I don't part think of the ambiance. Yeah, I, I don't. Know, I don't know that they just hung out in the neighborhood, but. You know. So, uh, it's a weird, weird year. We got a weird Thanksgiving coming up. We have turkey stock starting on Wednesday with uh, four days of live music from the Arizona Dust Bowl. And if you have a suggestion for that, you can use the KSLX app. There's the Your Voice feature. So, so 33% of parents say family holiday gatherings are worth the risk of COVID-19. Can you imagine a lot, that? A lot of people are just going ahead with normal yeah, stuff. A and, third, a third know. of Americans are still, they still don't care. They're going to, they're going to continue to do what they do on Thanksgiving and they'll be damned if they, if they get a disease or not. You know, some people are just like, hey, I'd rather. What's the uh, 
Howard Cunningham used the phrase in Happy Days, I'd rather live now than survive later, when they were thinking about building a bomb shelter in the backyard. That is incredibly dark. That's a dark <laughs> reference for Happy Days. Yeah, Maybe but, the darkest reference yeah. in Happy Days history. But, uh, you know, there's all kinds of suggestions this year about what you do for Thanksgiving to make it safer. Okay. The one, there are some that are so insane, it's like bring your own food and drinks. Then why not just stay home? Right, yeah. Imagine if you just show up with your own bag, your own it's, bag of takeout, and it's you kind of rude. Up. Yeah, my mom would punch you in the face right. if you. I slaved over a hot stove all day, and you brought your own food. Yeah, get I out mean, of here. I mean, this one makes sense. Have your guests use hand sanitizer. You know, have well, hand sure. sanitizer. Yeah. That's that. That makes sense. And know. like serving canned drinks or something like that, so people aren't right. sharing the same glasses and that kind of a deal. I yeah. get that. Um, here's one. This recommendation comes from an article. I swear this is legitimate. Okay. Ask guests. To avoid contact with other people for 14 days in advance of coming over. Uh, I don't like anybody that much that I would do that for them. Come on. 14 days? Well, I you mean. Gotta, you got to quarantine yourself so you can go over somebody else's house? I guess I should thank you, Mark, because you and I are in contact now. I cannot visit anybody. Right. Now, no, I don't have any family or anything like that. But if yeah. somebody invites me to, to Thanksgiving dinner, I can go, nope, can't. Having quarantine for 14 days. Check the CDC website. Sorry. That, that's a tough one to fulfill. Absolutely. Really yeah, that's a difficult one. I don't even know that that's possible. They also recommend. That means you have to, everybody has to, it would have had to self-isolate. But this would have been good information to have 11 days ago. <laughs> exactly. They also recommend keeping music down low so that so that people don't have to shout to be heard. And I guess that is from they don't you know, if you shout more, you, you spit you, more, you spray more spittle. And that's a bummer for me because we always start off with uh, Cowboys from Hell from Pantera. Well, that's a family tradition. Yeah. Sure. And yeah. then we move into a Mastodon's Blood Mountain <laughs> side one. So <laughs> and well, we crank it, man. We crank it. Yeah, it's, a, it's a divine family tradition. I'm not sure you understand. But after the after the Thanksgiving meal is very customary to <laughs> gather around the stereo and sing to Marilyn Manson's Christmas album. Absolutely. I'm not sure Fantastic holiday yeah. favorites. Eh? Oh, it's, these are, some of these are tough to do. I mean, I yes, think, you can keep your music down. You can keep the hand sanitizer. The other stuff is difficult. It's funny you mentioned keeping the music down thing. My next door neighbor, I think, I would have to assume based upon the volume of the music that I heard at before 8 o'clock in the morning yesterday, was having some sort of a <laughs> religious experience. Or maybe he was just getting all the loud music out of the way so that he could keep it down on Thanksgiving. Maybe. I'm He's, not sure. But it was ridiculous, the amount of gospel music. I actually went out into the backyard with my iPad to try and get a voice memo to send to you and Dave, our program director, yeah. and Guido. Just to go, this is what I woke up to this morning. That's funny. Just a few days away from Thanksgiving, we'll do turkey stock here starting Wednesday at 100.7 KSLX. Okay, so why the scratched up, what is it, just one arm? Your one arm is uh, yeah, all scratched it's, it's up. It's my right arm. It looks like I, I might have to go see a crisis center because they might they might, they might might be concerned about it. Yeah. Not, I mean, but look, if I'm trying to end it all right here with scratching myself like that, I'm doing it wrong. Too high up on the arm there. Not, not only that, but the angles are just completely all off. What I'm talking about is I was uh, assaulted by a shrubbery. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's a wicked one. Yeah, it's now here's the thing in my uh, in my front yard, I have several bushes, all right, that have become a haven for feral cats. Okay. All right. One such bush has become so overgrown 
that I've decided to go after. You know those bushes? They're they're beautiful. They're green and they they have like these beautiful like fuchsia plumage. I, I it's, know. It's called a bougainvillea. Bougainvillea. A bougainvillea. Beautiful, beautiful plant. It yeah. really is. No, it's not. It's Seymour from Little Shop of Horrors is what it is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nasty. It is. They have those wicked thorns yes. all over them. Yes. I didn't, I didn't know that there was any other bush other than a rose bush that would have those kind of thorns. So the good news is I grabbed uh, I grabbed a pair of work gloves and went out there to try and trim the thing back. Now, here's the thing. that Once you get a bougainvillea that's so overgrown that you have to trim it back, you can't trim it back and leave any of the plumage on it because the 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 flowers are so far out on the branches yeah that you by trimming it back it basically now looks like I've killed the bush no you got you got to go go yeah. all out with it the the bougainvillea is as difficult to trim as it is to spell yes yeah not easy if you look up bougainvillea that's actually and it's funny cuz i sent you a note saying hey man I, i'm working in the front yard don't be alarmed when i come in all scratched up from the bougainvillea and i actually had to google bougainvillea i hit copy and paste <laughs> to put it in the email to you to let you know what was going on there that was i appreciate Appreciate that. Yeah, so you know, I appreciate good spelling. You'll notice uh, uh, only one arm is scratched up because the other arm was holding the hedge clipper. Yeah, I had like you know one of those electric hedge clippers because I'm not going into a bougainvillea with a pair of loppers. That's just I'm, I'm going in. Uh, that's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. It is. Yeah, yeah. the bougainvillea. Uh, we've had them. Uh, our our old house here. We had a bunch of them. Yeah. And that is a that is a hardy plant. Uh, I would call the bougainvillea the Steven Seagal of the shrubbery <laughs> world in that it is hard to kill and somewhat fat if you if you don't keep an eye on it. <laughs> yes. It gets bigger right before your very eyes. I, I I have literally trimmed back a bougainvillea to nothing. Right. And I came out the next day and it was four feet tall. That sounds like very outrageous and specious claim at best. Uh, yeah, no, it happened to me. No, did it? Yeah. It happened to you. Well, somebody told me about it. It happened somebody, to them. It happened to them. Actually, so. they, they heard it from somebody else. They heard it from somebody else. What are you going to tell me, that I need proof for an outrageous claim? No, you just have to read it on the internet, and somebody will believe it's true. Damn that's you. All, that's all you have to do is just <laughs> post on the internet, and it's all good. It the, is true, though. It's a wicked, wicked plant. That's the thing, that, and I think that's probably why it's in my front yard, because if you go down my street, you know, I live in a, a relatively, like, it's like a blue-collar, older neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, you'll notice that all of the houses have these beautiful front yards, except mine, which has a couple of hedges <laughs> where the cats hanging out and one overgrown bougainvillea which right. adds a little it's the only thing that adds color to my front yard at all whatsoever that and the dead carcass of a morning dove that the cats <laughs> killed that i finally removed over this past weekend yeah the lesson be careful with the bougainvillea they're like uh like a pineapple palm is another vicious vicious yeah. plant or i should say tree to cut back yeah the good news is the bleeding is minimal i've stopped it i've cauterized it with yep. a with a soldering iron the acacia tree <laughs> another rough one <laughs> I want to thank uh, the folks from Earnhardt Auto Centers and Noble.com for once again paying the postage for 10000 for the troops. Military assistance mission will send all the things overseas, all the cards, the letters. And thanks to our drop-off locations, not only the Earnhardt dealerships, but Porta Subs, Desert Diamond Casino West Valley, and Law Tigers set up a bunch of motorcycle dealerships. You can go to KSLX.com to find out all about those spots, but we just love the letters from the kids. Yeah, the, the, the letters from the kids, I think, tend to be fun because they are rife with misspelling and grammar errors that, that are just, like, innocent, obviously. Like, we're not, we're not going to be the teacher and correct these things, but they're fun, and when you read them without any uh, interpretation, they're that much cuter Yeah, because kids have no filter, and they really have no stream of consciousness or thought. They just blurt out whatever they're thinking. Well... And we don't 
just want kids' letters. No, Anybody no, no. and everybody. Sure, yeah. But when teachers have their classes do it, especially in elementary schools, it's always fun. Dear Soldier. Wait a second, say that again? Dear Soldier. <laughs> S-O-L-D-E-I-R. Soldier. Sure, I guess sure. so we're world we're world travelers here. <laughs> uh and this, it, it says, I thank you, but the I is sort of erased, so they erased it. Thank you for serving our country. Hi, my name is Amy, and my favorite color is light blue. I have a dog named Rocket, and she is a grill. <laughs> Girl. Also, my favorite food is ice cream. I hope you have a good Christmas and a good Thanksgiving. What is your favorite food? Do you have any pets or dogs that help you? Also, I know one person who was in the army. I wonder what you are in. Well, I hope you enjoyed my letter. Bye. Sincerely, Amy. Love that. So, yeah. you know, just picture a service member overseas, <laughs> away from their family. And that's what we do. We send yeah. these things over there to cheer them up. They open up a, an envelope. And you don't have to bother with the envelopes, by the way. All the details are at KSLX.com. Yeah, we'll take care of all that stuff. Yeah. They open it up and it says, Dear Soldier. I'm a fourth grader, and I am getting to talk about soldiers. Soldiers help take care of us. I wish I can fly a plane when I grow up and go on a jet, too. And I think that soldiers are awesome, and they have to run and go on something. I don't know what it says. Go with that. Uh, Soldiers help our state, and they are in the USA. I have a teacher named Mrs. M., and soldiers celebrate Christmas, and it snows there, and soldiers have jackets because it is cold at the soldier's place. <laughs> and soldiers make people go to the hospitals to heal them. Doctors, yeah, doctors <laughs> help the soldiers who got shot from someone, and goodbye because I'm done writing. Sincerely, I don't know what that says, honestly. Sound, sound it out. Uh, it's it's too, it might be a Zach, but I don't know. Yeah, but and anyway, that 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 only reinforces what I was talking about. Yeah. No stream of consciousness, no concept of continuity or anything like that. But adorable, and oh, yeah, and great. if you're away from your family, it I'm sure it warms you up a little it, bit. You know so what? So we appreciate anybody that's made any donation of a letter, a card, or anything like that that we can send overseas for ten thousand for the troops. Yeah, just just fill it out. You know, as many as you want, and just any kind of encouraging message you want to put in yeah. there would be would be great. You don't have to act like a child. Just be sincere. <laughs> And, and thank them for serving and uh, you know, tell them a story or something. Yeah, KSLX.com. You can find out all the information you need for Mark and Anderpol's 10,000 for the troops. We're going to let him have it in a different way, and that is by decreeing somebody the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. All right, then. So I'm not even sure where to start on this one. You may have heard about it. Maybe the beginning would be a good place. I can say, I can tell you that Australia has been one of those countries that's just been super vigilant about COVID-19 from the start. Yeah, and and they've pretty much tamped it down to almost nothing, and then it keeps coming back, and then they tamp it down again. They they haven't messed around with instituting lockdowns, etc. As a result, they've only had 28,000 infections in total, whereas like just the state of Arizona alone has had 300,000 infections, and Australia is like four times as many people as Arizona. Right. It's not a big country, but it's certainly bigger than Maricopa County. Yeah. So early last week, when a pizza place in Adelaide, Australia, appeared to be a COVID hotspot, authorities were right on it. 
They interviewed workers there, customers, anybody who'd been in the pizza place. And one customer of the pizza place told contact tracing researchers that he had only gone into the pizza place for a few minutes to pick up a pizza to go. So when this guy came down with COVID, authorities reached a logical conclusion. This this must be a very, very powerful and highly contagious strain of COVID. You would think, yeah. Yeah. So, agree with it or not, Australia hasn't been hesitating with this stuff. They shut down all of South Australia. So you're talking about 1.7 million people who wow. are affected by this. Wow, that is that is extreme. And yet, that's why they've only had 30,000 cases. Yeah, I mean, we're all looking for the balance. Yeah. Maybe, that, maybe that's not it, but it certainly tamps down the COVID, as you said. Works for them. Uh, they were like, hey, this guy was only in there for a few minutes, and he got it. So this must be seriously contagious. Okay. But... After locking down the entire portion of the country, mm-hmm. authorities then found out that the guy was actually an employee of the pizza place and had for some reason lied to them. Oh, no. He had actually worked numerous shifts leading up to the outbreak and the spread. So for him, getting COVID was not really all that surprising since it was centered in that pizza place. So he was the super spreader. Uh, I don't know why he lied. I honestly don't, but authorities say they never would have locked down the country had he told them the truth. Can you imagine if 1.7 million people hated you? Yes. Because if he doesn't deserve it, who does? But that is, that, not that many people hate him, but uh, 1.7 million hate this guy, and uh, they're very upset with him. They removed the lockdown early this past wow. Saturday, and wow. things are, are back to normal. Um, That's not a douchebag. This is a douchebag. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wow. That is Australian for a jerk. Yeah. Um, they are investigating how to punish this guy. Wow. They got to figure out what rule get, applies. Give him COVID. <laughs> yeah. Eye for an eye. Yeah. What rule applies there in that situation? Yeah. Uh, we know that we can make him the Mark Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. Yeah, crazy stuff. Sponsored by the new Roadrunner Harley Davidson, that story was. They are at 159th Avenue and McDowell in Goodyear. You'll see the story on the Mark and Paul Facebook page. All right, Monday, on Thursday, you will hear... Alice's Restaurant a couple of times, 11 o'clock and 4 o'clock. So uh, you can count on that. Now, this will be a different kind of year for uh, for Thanksgiving festivities. Now, I do know that our producer, Guido, has a large family, all fairly local. Yeah. And you guys, you guys all usually, homeschooled. You guys usually have <laughs> no. a like a massive like 40 person Thanksgiving thing, right? Yeah. Uh, 50 or 60 sometimes. It's, really? It's an annual family reunion. And the CDC of, is of sorts. The CDC is saying and groups of 10 or less, right? Yeah. So what are yeah. you what are you doing? Um, are you are you going to this whole thing? This whole big shindig? You know, I, I might help set up, uh, you know, help uh, prep for it but no i i think this might be the first year where we're doing something at the guido household on our own Ooh, oh the, the, uh, the chickly is ne- is leaving the nest just you and your wife <laughs> just yeah well and my sister maybe okay it, it might be like four of us 
Like, well, that's good. That's All right. About it. So just a ragtag band of renegades. You've, yeah. You're, you're an offshoot. You, yeah. You're. Yeah. It's like Battlestar Galactica going on yes, over there. Yes. Yeah. You've left the flock. Yeah. The, the rebel group. We're. I, I'm surprised that we haven't been ousted as outcasts already. <laughs> well, I, you know, is your family because, mad because you're not showing up? Well, and it's it's like we're very social. Like we're the we're the ones that go around whenever those things happen we're the ones that go around and not stir the pot but get people going and talking and you're stuff. the initiators and, and you're the party family really is that what know. you are I, I mean my sister's very she's she's the social butterfly so right. she, okay. she just and we migrate with her so you know so I, I without us being there i'm not really sure how well it's gonna go it might be Kind of tame, but they're going to do the whole forty or fifty person There's thing. Still, my my dad's siblings. He has eight siblings, and each oh. one of them had like six kids. So yeah, <laughs> we're uh, no. <laughs> it's it's a uh, it's a fiesta. It's a Thanksgiving oh, I'm sorry, fiesta. Man. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's not it's, a meet and greet. No. It, it's it's definitely uh, typically pretty loud. All right. Pretty so boisterous. what if what if you're there? You're doing your four or five person thing. And somebody yes, else shows up. Somebody somebody leaves the big... Somebody decides while they're driving over to the big party, they don't want to go there. They want to go to the COVID, supposedly COVID safer uh, celebration. I, what do you do? Honestly, do you let them in? I haven't even thought of that. I, I hope they would keep their distance, but uh, we'll, we'll have to, you know, start <laughs> you on the front On the front steps with a shotgun and a velvet rope. All right, everybody back. Everybody no, back. Carrying around the hand dispenser of, uh, yeah. of, of hand sanitizer, you know? I'd recommend a... a to go window. Yeah, if they yeah, do that show might up, not be bad. You yeah. don't want to be totally rude and not feeding them. But now it's know, like you, Joe's barbecue. It's got that window on the sidewalk. Yeah, there you, you get, just, yeah, get yourself you some strong paper plates yeah. and plastic utensils so yep. they can leave. They don't have to worry about hanging around. Yeah. Get some chinette. Yeah, double up on the uh, the cheap, you know, uh, uh, paper products and it, and just yeah, go yeah, to town. It's interesting though because this is a. I think this is probably a fairly common thing this year. Where you've got oh, yeah, families. Yeah. I, I yeah. wonder if, if anybody listening right now has gotten into some sort of squabble, an argument with, with other relatives about whether they should or shouldn't do something, who, how many people they should have, how they want to split things up. There's all kinds of ramifications. Well, I mean, here. that happens every year. There's always the one sister is having to get together. Why come where you have to go to her house this year and not this, this year? Now it should be much easier, you would think. I, because some parts would be easier because you have an excuse not to go. But, I guess, yeah. But that excuse not to go might not work so well with somebody else in the family. Yeah. So, well, well if, if Thanksgiving is nothing, if not about families. That's right, man. <laughs> 480-470-KSLX is the number. Just, you know, just curious if you're running into that same kind of thing. I'd be curious if there's somebody who's like in a major fight with their family because yeah, of this. Yeah, if you guys are fighting about it, call us. We'd love to, love to exploit your family drama That's right. for our show. We had a good weekend. We got the turkey this weekend, so it's sitting, oh, in the, sitting in the fridge now, taking up all kinds of room. I have uh, a whole lot of nothing sitting in my fridge right now because I believe my fridge refrigerator has died. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the fridge. Of all, well, uh, the freezer for certain. I, uh, I opened the freezer the other day and uh, I was grabbing some chicken out, some frozen chicken out to cut up for the dogs, and it was soft. And I was like, "Oh no, what's That's going on not here?" A good sign. And so I went through and I grabbed like a bag of. Uh, um, uh, gyoza, you know, dumplings, 
you yeah. know, Chinese pork dumplings, and those were soft. And I grabbed some some hamburger, and that was soft. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> you've got all right. The evidence so, checks out. Yeah, so, so I, I, I got I a pattern here. Yeah, I had enough soft meat in my free, freezer to to ascertain that the freezer wasn't working. So um, I just basically dumped everything, just threw it all out, all right. threw it all yeah. out, and then and then I took a cup just to I wanted to see if maybe I hadn't closed the freezer tight. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. And it's just been running for a couple of days and there'd been an issue with it. So I took a cup of water, a plastic cup of water in the refrigerator, in the freezer, um, all day yesterday during football, not frozen. Not good. But then frozen this morning. Weird. Yeah. So, so it's, it may be on, it may be like kind of intermittent. Something, something's loose or something like that. Something's not working right. So you know what that means? That means I have to, I have to dig into the freezer and pull the refrigerator out from the wall and vacuum back there. Uh, really? Yeah. Well, you got to clean everything. Oh, I don't think there's anything that would make you need to do that. I'm, I'm against that. Because that the, is, that, kingdom. yeah, that's Wild <laughs> Kingdom for sure. Um, yeah. How, how long have you lived there? Eight years. And never you, moved that fridge. I'm assuming, never moved yeah. that fridge. So nope. There's no way the tenant before you. Nope. She did died that either. She died. There was a, I you know, know how I, she died. Uh, probably killed by something oh. that lives behind the fridge. Heart attack. Trying to pull the fridge. <laughs> yeah. No, I. I uh, you know, I don't. I don't have a fridge like yours where I have to change the filter or anything like that. My fridge is just a fridge. You open the fridge, it's cold, and you close the fridge, it's cold. And when you vacuum, you know, you yeah. take the vacuum. And, I, and look, I've got dogs, so I vacuum every week at least once, if not twice a week. So I vacuum and I take the vacuum and I stick it underneath the front of the fridge and I stick it between the fridge and the wall and all that stuff. And I just do the, you know, the, the cursory cleaning. But yeah. but if my if the freezer, I've I've done a little research on the internet and the freezer, if it's not working, they say that sometimes the fan coils have dust and dirt on it. Yeah, and it's not. It's yep. not the compressor's not kicking in. Whatever it is and the first step is to pull the refrigerator out and vacuum and clean the back see shouldn't all that stuff be on the front i need oh. <laughs> yes so what i need is if there's anyone listening right now that has a hazmat suit yeah because eight years of not moving that i can't imagine what's living behind there oh it's gonna be nasty yeah yeah yeah. Why can't they just have all that stuff on the front? What would the problem be? I just don't understand. And as a renter, I'm guessing that maintenance on that refrigerator hasn't exactly been top shelf either. I no. mean, it's an Amana. I don't even know if Amana still makes refrigerators. They do. They? they do? They do. Yeah. All right. They're part of the giant world, the larger Whirlpool Corporation. Oh, okay. Well, wish me luck. got a suggestion for you with your refrigerator problem. Oh, no, okay. My refrigerator yes. situation, my freezer has died. Yes. And I got to get in there. I got to dig in there and, and clean the back of the fridge. That's gotta, not going to be fun. You got to get behind it because uh, the coils and stuff may yeah. be filthy. So. Yeah, gross. Yeah, good suggestion here. Yeah, good morning. Hey, have you guys heard about this guy who was walking his dog and alligator snatches up the guy's dog and takes it into the water? This guy jumps in, pulls the alligator out to take the dog. Yep. I would... I would suggest you call that guy and have him pull your refrigerator out. Yeah, yeah. that guy's kind of a Superman. Yeah, he, kind he, of. He I did know. save the dog. If you haven't seen that video, it's it's a, a guy in what looks to be either Florida or Louisiana, um, and his dog is this little, cute little brown and white cocker spaniel, which was in the jaws of a smaller a smaller alligator. It's not like he would. He but jumped still in an and, alligator. It's still an alligator. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this guy just jumps right into this lake, this little pond, and grabs the alligator and and wrenches the dog out of its jaws. I don't know that the alligator was big enough to. Eat the dog, but it would have certainly dragged him into the water and drowned him. Yes. 
You know, so had already a, dragged it under. Yeah, so. it's a, no, it's a great story. And then uh, the alligator, you know, he finally gets the dog out of the alligator. The dog runs around, and the dog's okay. Alligator's probably okay, just uh, just yeah. going hungry for the day. You know what the dog said when it got released from the draws? He said, the struggle is real. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, and, yeah. And so is the struggle with Paul's refrigerator yeah, and that's freezer. Gonna be, which that'll, are, yeah. that'll be interesting. But, again, as a renter, uh, who knows? Maybe I'm getting a new refrigerator for Christmas. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> you open that freezer, nobody wants soft meat. Yeah, well... As you, you know, men of a certain age <laughs> does become a little bit more common. Not a problem in my house. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. 